0: Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid East soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. Turkey's ambassador to China, Emin Unen, didn't mince his words this week when he took his Chinese host to task for failing to support Turkey's military campaign against the Kurdish militia in Syria speaking in Turkish through a translator at a news conference at his Beijing embassy, Mr. Ernen implicitly put China on the spot by calling on it to stand with Turkey in its fight against political violence. In doing so, Mr. Ernen was laying bare long-standing strains in Turkish-Chinese relations, as well as contradictions that link Turkey's long standing refusal to fully recognize Kurdish rights to China's brutal crackdown in its troubled northwestern province of Xinjiang. Chinese officials have long sought to prevent Turkey from speaking out on the crackdown by privately arguing in discussions with their Turkish counterparts that China's massive effort to fundamentally alter the belief system of Turkic Muslims packaged as a fight against political violence was no different from Turkish attitudes towards the Kurds. Turkey has justified its decades-old policy in predominantly Kurdish southeastern Turkey and its more recent interventions in Syria as a struggle against the Kurdish Workers' Party PKK. PKK that has been designated a terrorist organization by Turkey, the United States, and the European Union, as well as its Syrian affiliate, the People's Protection Units YPG. The PKK has waged an insurgency in southeastern Turkey for more than three decades. Tens of thousands have been killed in PKK attacks and Turkish military operations. The YPG, which has not been designated by either the U.S. or the EU, served in recent years as the United States' ground troops in the battle to defeat the Islamic State's Syria-based caliphate. What we hope for is that China, whether internally or externally, is an anti-terrorist nation. They are a member of the United Nations Security Council, so they should understand our present situation, Mr. Ernen said. Certainly, we know that China is a country that is fighting against terror. We are also fighting against political violence, and it's one of the most important issues, Mr. Ernen went on to say. Mr. Ernen was responding to what amounted to a Chinese condemnation of the Turkish incursion into Syria when Chinese foreign ministry spokesman Geng Shuang urged Turkey to halt military action and return to the right track, resolving all issues with political solutions. China had earlier called on Turkey to exercise restraint, insisting that Syria's sovereignty, independence, and territorial integrity must be respected and upheld the stakes for both Turkey and China are high. Both are likely hoping that Russian execution of an enhanced ceasefire, initially negotiated by U.S. President Mike Pence on a visit to Ankara last week, will enable them to avoid a further deterioration in relations. Russia took ownership of the Syrian process during talks on Tuesday between Presidents Vladimir Putin and Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Turkey, home to the largest Chinese-Turkic-Muslim exile community and long a supporter of political and cultural rights for Uyghurs, the predominant Turkic-Muslim ethnic group in Xinjiang, has on occasion breached the Muslim world's wall of silence about the Chinese crackdown. If Turkey, one of the Islamic world's most powerful nations, that competes with Saudi Arabia and Iran for leadership, were to revert to sustained criticism of the Chinese crackdown, it would make it more difficult for other Muslim states to maintain their silence, or in some cases, endorsement of Chinese policy. It would ironically align Turkey with the United States, which last week imposed sanctions in a bid to force Turkey to halt its Syrian military campaign. The US, unlike the Muslim world, has been vocal in its condemnation of the Chinese crackdown in Xinjiang. Taking China to task on Xinjiang is risky business, certainly for a country that has seen its economy falter. Turkey has been counting on China to help it resolve its economic problems. China transferred in June, on the eve of Turkish elections, $1 billion to Turkey as part of a Turkish lira Chinese yuan currency swap. China, which sees Turkey as a key node in its Belt and Road Initiative, has further pledged $3.6 billion in funding for energy and telecommunications infrastructure projects. Deng Li China's ambassador to Turkey warned in March that public Turkish criticism of China's Xinjiang policy will negatively affect mutual trust and understanding and will be reflected in commercial and economic relations. Mr. Li issued his threat after Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlet Cavusoglu and his Foreign Ministry spokesman Hami Aksoy in a rare expression of Chinese of anti-Chinese sentiment used harsh language to condemn events in Xinjiang, where some one million Turkic Muslims are believed to have been incarcerated in re-education camps and or pushed into forced labor. Calling the crackdown an embarrassment to humanity, Mr. Aksoy demanded that Chinese authorities respect the human rights of Uyghurs, and close what he termed concentration camps. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi called on Turkey two months later to support China's policy in Xinjiang in a bid to safeguard the overall situation of the strategic cooperation between the two countries. The strains in Turkish-Chinese relations were put on public display in July when China's state news agency Xinhua quoted visiting Mr. Erdogan as saying that people in Xinjiang live happily. Turkish officials insisted that Mr. Erdogan had expressed the hope that people in China would live happily in peace and prosperity, not that they were living happily. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Hua Chunying clearly believing that this time round it would be Turkey rather than China that blinks first, insisted on Tuesday that we called on Turkey many times to stop its military action. We hope all sides will form a synergy to combat terrorism, advance the political settlement process of the Syrian issue, and jointly safeguard peace and tranquility in the region. It's a synergy built on sand, as long as Turkey and China cloak their refusal to come to grips with minority rights in counterterrorism terms that are opportunistically called into question whenever they contradict their geopolitical ambitions. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, at mideastsoccer.blogspot.com. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. All the best and take care.